What up, what up, what up? Hey, everybody. I hope you're doing well. Hey, I just want to let you know, I know everybody can't always support and donate uh, to the podcast, but hey, if you can do a one-time donation, I put up a buy me a coffee uh, link in this description of the podcast. So if you go to the description of the podcast, it'll be at the bottom, and you can just uh, go to that link and you buy me a cup of coffee, or two if you want. And uh, that would just help support the show, and uh, I can... I can wake up a little bit more and bring you more info so thanks for listening to the podcast if you can donate that would be much appreciated and let's get on to the show this episode is brought to you by shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage no matter what stage you're in shopify's there to help you grow Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back, happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing excellent and taking care of each other. So, sometimes I I wish I didn't come across some information as I'm doing all my research into conspiracy theories and alien stuff. But this time I did. I came across something I didn't want to see. But you know what? I got to share because it should go out to everybody and everybody should be aware of how far the government is willing to go when it comes to subjugating other countries <laughs> so the u.s government will use anything and everyone in their path to get what they want and manipulate other governments and try to overthrow them right we know this from operation northwoods uh where you know they tried to stage fake attacks to blame different countries we tried to stage a fake attack against um, or, or blame Fidel for certain things in, in Cuba. And, and there was just a lot of stuff that happened with Russia and China. So this particular one has to do with China. And unfortunately, we have come to find out that the Dalai Lama himself is a CIA agent. Oh my God. How can that be? So the conspiracy theory is, is that the Dalai Lama was paid to do some of the CIA's bidding. And the truth is, the Dalai Lama is <laughs> is always smiling in so many photos because it might have something to do with his six-figure salary that he pulled down from the United States government during the 1960s. Yes, according to CIA documents and declassified intelligence documents, he earned $180,000 in connection with the CIA's funding of the Tibetan resistance to the tune of $1.7 million per year. The idea was to disrupt and hamper China's infrastructure. Very fascinating because we were fighting a war in Vietnam and we wanted to take down China's infrastructure. So, this article comes to us from the LA Times and it came out in actually 1998. It's been a while by Jim Mann. And the article tells us that, you know, for, more, for much of the 1960s, the CIA provided 
the Dalai Lama and the Tibetan exile movement with $1.7 million a year in operations against China. That included an annual subsidy of 180 k for the Dalai Lama himself. The money for the Tibetans and the Dalai Lama was part of a CIA worldwide effort during the height of the Cold War to undermine communist governments, and particularly the Soviet Union and China. So we were, we were in a quote-unquote Cold War <laughs> in the 80s uh, and 70s, but we were in a hot war, real war in the 60s, and they stopped at nothing. They used uh, psychic soldiers, psychic influencers, remote influencers. They used real people such as the Dalai Lama, super influencers, right, for certain areas of countries to take over and influence these areas, right? Psy psyops, we call them, right? You can drop brochures saying, follow America, believe in America's ideals, come to America with the land of the free, right? Uh, land of the free, home of the observed, constantly, right? Anything you do, say, or uh, you know, move, you're under observation. So, uh, in fact, according to this article, uh, the U.S. government approved the Tibetan operations and also authorized, of course, what we talked about, the disastrous Bay of Pigs invasion of Cuba. The documents that were released, sorry, dog in the back, uh, the documents that were released uh, stated that <coughs> uh, with China, uh, it continues to be a problem, and they don't believe in the Dalai Lama's rights. They don't believe in Tibet at all. They, they try to separate Tibet from China. And the CIA's program basically encompassed the support of the Tibetan guerrillas in Nepal and covert military training sites in Colorado called Tibet Houses were established to promote Tibetan causes in New York and Geneva. So they were trying to educate Tibetan operatives at Cornell University and, and, and find supplies for reconnaissance teams. So this is really fascinating because not only were they funding the Tibetans in Tibet, but we were also funding operations here uh, called Tibet Houses and trying to garner support here as well as to develop reconnaissance teams. The purpose of the program, according to the article, is to keep the political concept of an autonomous Tibet alive within Tibet and among foreign nations, principally India and to build a capability for resistance against pol a possible political development inside communist China. And that's from an actual memo written by a top U.S. official. So this is fascinating, right? Because there's so much that we don't know about <laughs> the war. And, and, it's, and it's like behind the scenes and it doesn't get declassified until decades later when it's no longer you know, a threat to national security. Now, what's interesting is the relationship was mutually beneficial. The declassified historical documents provide first-hand inside details of the CIA, CIA's decade-long covert program to support, support the Tibetan independence movement. At the time of the intelligence operation, the CIA was also seeking to weaken Mao Tse-Sung's hold over China and the Tibetan exiles, we're looking for a way to help keep their own movement alive, right? Because these guys are like peaceful monks, but yet they want their own independence from China. That's that's what they're seeking. They want independence. So 
many of the supporters fled Tibet following uh, the unsuccessful revolt in 1959 against Chinese rule. The exiles and the Dalai Lama uh, acknowledged for a whole bunch of years that basically once they received support uh, from U.S. intelligence, they would be able to, you know, be able to fight back or at least keep their independence. So now, up, up until now, Washington basically refused to release any info, but now we have. Uh, and this is like, what, 92, I said, right, or 98? Um, so U.S. intelligence support for the Tibetans ended, though, in 1970s, in the early 1970s, after Nixon's administration uh, and diplomatic opening to China. Um, so they tried to start opening up, you know, actual diplomatic relations in the early 70s. Isn't that funny, though, how fast it can change from... Hey, we're gonna we're gonna pay <laughs> your opponents to okay. We're gonna stop paying them and we're gonna try to make it work diplomatically now. Um, fascinating to me, but according to the Dalai Lama's writings, uh, this is this is the story: is that basically they started getting cut off monetarily. Uh, the Dalai, Dalai Lama wrote in his autobiography that the cutoff in 1970s showed that the assistance from the Amer Americans had been a reflection of their anti-communist policies rather than a genuine support of the restoration of Tibetan independence. Again, America does not care about your, <laughs> your movements. They don't care. They only care about themselves. And let's face it, money rules the world. So, hey, I'm going to give you some money. The enemy of my enemy is my friend, and let's make this thing work. So there's also some newly published files that show the collaboration between the U.S. intelligence and the Tibetans was less than ideal. The Tibetans by nature did not appear to be fundamentally inclined towards a conspiracy and the proficiency with the CIA, but they did want the money to fund themselves and stay alive, right? So very fascinating stuff here. Obviously, there's a whole bunch of money that went to uh, the Dalai Lama. Um, they did get over almost close to $2 million back in the 60s. That's a good chunk of change. Not a, not a lot by, you know, military and defense budget standards, especially with black budgets, but still a chunk of change. Um, in uh, the Dalai Lama's 1990 Freedom in Exile uh, autobiography, he explained that uh, his two brothers made contact with the CIA during a trip to India in 1956. The CIA agreed to help um, because, uh, in part because the worldwide efforts to destabilize all com communist governments was their primary effort. They wanted to destabilize all communist governments. We know that because McCarthy, right? Senator McCarthy uh, was was big into that. And it was like the whole fear the red movement. Like, you know, fear anybody that has any communist thoughts. So it was, it was a big deal back then. Um, <laughs> shoot, now there's probably tons of communists in America. You know, there's lots of people that, that don't believe in the government and don't believe that capitalism is the way to go. And they're, they are communists or, you know, you could call it, you could, some people want to like say that that's socialism, but there is a difference. We won't get into the specifics, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, so what do you think about this? You know, I mean, like when I was a kid, you know, when I was younger, the art of happiness was like one of my fundamental books that was written by the Dalai Lama. Meanwhile, I had been reading it 30 years after he had received 
you know, millions of dollars from the U.S. government to destabilize, you know, communist uh, China. So is, is that a bad thing necessarily? It depends on your perspective. But it is interesting to know that he wrote this book. He was a CIA operative. And he's he's also a spiritual leader. <laughs> it's like it's like you know, how do you separate spiritual leader from financial gain from political, uh, mo- political uh, you know ideologies and and you know that kind of thing? Because Buddhists you know are supposed to be kind of separated from politics, yet you know there was a lot of reception in passing of money. I li- I still like the Dalai Lama. Um, I still think that the CIA is kind of bogus for doing that because, because they should have left him alone. I mean, it's kind of like giving Jesus some money to, uh, you know, say, Hey, go America. But you know, I digress. So was the operation a success? Tough to say, because eventually they did try to work things out, uh, democratically and diplomatically, I should say, and, you know, try to work things out. But you know, hey, government will stop at nothing to make sure that their interests are being protected. So, what's your thoughts? Leave them in the comment section. Love to hear about it. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying the podcast. Hopefully, you enjoyed that little uh, knowledge nugget. And uh, I'll keep bringing them to you. So, have a fantastic evening. Take care of yourselves spiritually, physically, emotionally. Follow through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care. Lockdown Universe out.